Welcome to The Last Trump, a radio show on end times prophecy. We encourage you to get your Bibles out and go to the scriptures with us as we look at the biblical truths found within the Bible that are pointing us to the soon coming of Jesus Christ. And now, live from the Revolution Studios on Grand Island, New York, here's your host, Mike Jory. Christmas, can you believe it? It is here and we are live on WDCX. I'm your host, Mike Chory, and just playing a couple Christmas songs to begin the last Trump tonight, trying to get you in the spirit. If Listen, if you're not in the spirit yet, just turn on Oh Holy Night and just turn all the lights down, let the Christmas lights be bright or put on It's a Wonderful Life or something like that. How many out there love that movie? Because my kids, they tease me. 
about this old movie that was made in 1946. It's a black and white. I think now they have it out in color. And you know the story. George Bailey, who they misplace $8,000. And it looks really bad for George and his family. And he's going to go to jail. And so he thinks the only way out is to jump off the bridge and take his life. And so just before he does that, Clarence the angel comes to his rescue. He jumps in. And of course, George, the good man that he is, calls off the suicide and he jumps in to save Clarence, not realizing that Clarence is his guardian angel. If you've never seen this movie, you got to you got to play it. It'll be on tomorrow night. It'll be, it might be on tonight. And sometimes there's some slow, maybe slow points in the movie. Don't let that fool you. Take it. It's setting you up all the way to the end of the movie. When George is given one wish, he wishes that he was never born. And again, he's depressed. Is building in loans. They're without $8,000. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Someone's going to, to jail over it. And so he wishes he was never born. And Clarence the Angel Ask the Lord and the Lord grants him. And he goes into this place of as if he was never born. And it was quite a quite an end of the movie. I wonder if you ever thought about that. What would it have been like if you've never been born? You know, the devil would try to tell you the world would be better place. But it's a lie. Only you can be you. And God is going to use your life. When you give your life to him, he will take what is broken And he will heal it. And then he will use you to share with other broken people who need to know what you know. This is how the gospel works. There's a verse in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And it's easy to remember. 2, 2, 2. It's 2 Timothy 2, verse 2. And it says, Paul said, the things that you have heard from me, teach these to others that they may be able to teach others also. I'm paraphrasing it. But it's what it means is what you have learned from me, take and go and share with others that they may be able to do the same. And so that's what it's called spiritual multiplication. And when we disciple someone, when we teach them the word of God, and then they go and they teach others, that's how this all works. That's how God, that's what God chose to be the method he chose 12 disciples and those 12 disciples went out and shared the message that jesus shared with them and tonight here on the last trump that's all we are here tonight to do is to share with you what someone else taught us mainly the holy spirit working through people and this year has been an incredible year i want to thank every one of our listeners who has given and prayed for the last Trump and for Cross-Eyed Radio, you have no idea the difference that you have made. See, we receive the phone calls and you don't. But once you get to heaven one day, God will show you what you're giving and what your prayers did in the lives of people all over Western York, Southern Ontario, and all the way up north of Toronto. We call that the North Pole up in Brampton, New York. Brampton can hear our signal tonight. 110,000 watt station. As we like to say here, it's a big pulpit. And I may never meet you and you may never meet me until we get to heaven. But you have received Jesus in your heart and life through these broadcasts. And all the glory goes to God. The message of the cross 
once it is believed, will save the soul, deliver you from the bondage of sin, and get you ready for heaven. The word of God is anointed, friend. And when we give that word to you and you hear it and you believe it, that's when the miracle happens. Christmas is a time of miracles. And I want to go back over 2,000 years ago to the little town of Bethlehem. And that little town, which was so little among the thousands of Judah, I want you to realize God loves to use little to make a big difference. And if you feel small out there or you feel insignificant, say God could never use me, you are the very person he wants to use because he gets the greatest glory through the humble things of the world. And this verse in Micah chapter 5, it's a tremendous prophecy. And you know here on this broadcast, we like to focus on Bible prophecy, what's coming. But I want to take you back to a prophecy in the Bible in chapter 5 to 700 years before Jesus was ever born. And this prophet Micah gave this prophecy But you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, talking about cities now, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me, who is to be the ruler in all of Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Now, I want you to think about this. That little town of Bethlehem, Although it was insignificant, even though it was tremendously important, King David was born in the city of Bethlehem. It means the the city of bread. And Bethlehem, Ephrata, that word means fruitful. And so what he is saying in this prophecy, Bethlehem, you are going to be fruitful. And among the little, little tiny city that you are, in the vastness of all the cities of Judah, he said, out of you is going to come one who's going to be the ruler in Israel. And not just for 40 years. I mean, David was the king of Israel for 40 years. And no, it's going to be forever. I'm talking, of course, about Jesus Christ of Nazareth and whose going forth has been from of old, from everlasting. In the mind of God, before he ever created the world, before he ever created mankind, he chose Bethlehem. And why did he choose her? Because no one ever could see it coming. This little, little town that would become the most significant city of the world. You know, it's a sad Christmas in Bethlehem uh, this year. Because of the war, all of the tourism is shut down. And so the people have not come to honor the Christ child who was born in Bethlehem. But nonetheless, the city of Bethlehem's lights are still shining tonight. And it'll shine forever as the city where the king was born. And so here tonight on The Last Trump, I don't care who you are or how small you may think you are. God wants to use you. And he loves you. And it's Christmas. And we want to say to each and every one of you, Merry Christmas. Tonight, we're going to, uh, we've got some guests in studio. We're going to play some Christmas music, and we're just going to really relax tonight because it's a celebration. And, and, and we're, you know, if I sound tired, 
I am about as tired as I can ever remember in 61 years of living. We have worked our fool's head off. From the time we got off the plane on October 1st, coming back from a 15-day trip in Israel, we had about, really, three months, not even, to get ready for Joshua Revolution 23, Revive Us Again, which is coming in just a couple days. And if you don't have your tickets, there's still time. In fact, the low hotel rate of $112 at the beautiful Courtyard Marriott right on Lake Erie, they have kept that registration open at $112 until tomorrow night. You could register for your hotel room tonight, get the low rate, and tickets, all you have to do is call or go on our website. We'll put your tickets on We'll Call. I'm holding one in my hand. This is completely free of charge. $160,000 event. That's what it costs to hold one of these in the beautiful downtown Warner and to bring people in from all over around the country and even other countries of the world, such as Mexico and Israel, to minister and to sing and worship and preach and teach the word of God. Um, These are not cheap to produce. And anybody that's ever done one knows is saying amen right now. But thanks to the friends of Joshua Revolution, this is going to be paid for by other people so that you and your family can be revived. You and your family can be changed forever. And if you think that's just a lot of hype or promotion, come down to the Warner Theater on December 27, 28, and 29, and I'll be waiting at the door when you leave, and you will come over to me and you'll say, Pastor Mike, you were wrong. It was way better than you ever said on radio. And I'll tell you why. Because the gospel, the message of the cross is going to be preached, and because Jesus is going to be there and he's going to be there in power and in great might. So we want you to get your tickets. Go to joshuarevolution.org tonight. Hey, some people wait to the last minute. If that's you, it's okay. But just get on it right now. joshuarevolution.org. Free tickets are waiting for you. We'll put them at will call. All you have to do is call in, put your name, how many tickets you want. They'll be waiting for you at the ticket office and the beautiful Warner Theater. Just Google it. Uh, Warner Theater, there's only, I think, two or three of these in the country, and they are something to be seen. I call, I call it the Grand Ole Opry, but uh, that's my best explanation of it. Maybe it's the Brooklyn Tabernacle, but you're going to feel like you're in a beautiful tabernacle with some beautiful people. But more important than all of that, Jesus is going to change your life there. So tonight, here on The Last Trump, I want to bring in my guests tonight. I have two family members. <coughs> Well, they're, they're, one works with our ministry, but they are family. And I'm talking about Casey Carlson, who is, you know, I want to call you, uh, you have to get right up on that mic real close. And I want to call you the promotional director, but it's way more than that. I would say event planner is a better way to do that. Casey, welcome to The Last Trump. It's good to be here, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. This is the 30th anniversary. It is the 30th anniversary, which... It's hard to it's believe. It's really unbelievable, and in other ways, I feel them all. Yeah. <laughs> 1993, Casey, me, and two other people started the Niagara Youth Conference, and it was a very uh, humble beginning, and we've been humbled many times. We'll probably be humbled again in a couple of days, but the Lord has been so faithful, Casey. When you look back mm-hmm. 30 years, what stands out to you the most? I think it's the faithfulness and... 
just the feeling that it's such a privilege to be called to do this. Because I do really believe there's other people that would probably do a better job. <laughs> I, I would amen that. Might Speaking of myself. Easier for. Yeah. Um, but that he continues to allow us, you know, people spend their whole lives on the mission field and never see anybody get saved. And we've seen altars filled, filled with broken people who get healed and delivered, saved. They get visions for their future. They get called into the ministry and families are reconciled. Amazing things happen at these events year after year. And he's always been there for them, for us. And he'll be there next week. He will be. He's faithful. And let's go back 30 years ago when when we started this. Um, you were there, and I can still remember you were over at the hotel managing something, and I was over at the convention center, and our, our team was there. So we were in you know all different places at that moment. But I, I think I called you on the radio, and I said, Casey, they're waiting outside. They're lined up outside the door. And then when the doors opened and the music started, I don't know if you remember that moment. I was talking to you on the radio. I go, they're, they're flooding in. And for us, it was, that was 529 people exactly that came. And that looked like thousands to me. Yeah. We had no idea that many people would come our first year. Right. Many people told us they wouldn't, you know, to just plan. I think they told us 250, just plan for 250, do your budget for 250. So you don't lose any money. And, we ended up over doubling that and had to move from the hotel to the convention center. Yeah. And, and we went to well, we were in the convention center, right? We were in the ballroom, but then we moved to the main arena three years later. But for everyone that's ever been to a Niagara youth conference, we started 529. As I said, each year it grew within five years. It was over 5,000 young people were coming. They called it the fastest growing youth conference of that kind anywhere in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. We were always, and we continue to be multi-denominational, meaning we're for all churches, all denominations. And it's very unique because a lot of churches do, they'll do their conventions, but they're within their church denomination. This takes in any church that wants to come. And uh, it's been a tremendous time of meeting so many great and wonderful people. We counted 14 states first a few years that were coming including Canada and then the one year which ended up being huge for us was the year that we had three students from Israel right remember that we scholarshiped them from the Holy Land to come in never realizing what God was going to do in Israel I want to tell everyone Casey uh, work you work with Hineni Tours you are the tour director for our ministry and many other ministries by the way and We've been on nine trips with uh, your mom, and, and, and now I don't know how many you've organized of those nine, maybe all of those nine, and it's been a tremendous, tremendous time of learning the Word of God. Tell us, in your and I know you've been to Israel more times than I have, but what is that land, and what has those trips done in your life? I think it's really been an awakening. It's been an awakening on many fronts of what the word says, what the word means. You can read Israel and you think it's a country in the Old Testament and you read the stories of the wars and the battles and then you know that's where Jesus came, died, rose again. Um, 
but walking that land just does something and you realize it was chosen by the lord he picked that place for his name and his name's sake and uh jerusalem is definitely his city and what it does to understanding the word as you read it and what it does to understanding prophecy that is unfolding before our eyes like no other generation has lived through and what is going to continue to unfold while we're alive and here on the planet it just is really amazing to be a part of and continue to learn and watch and listen well when we when we are in the land it's like you are you're living in bible times i mean we go to the ruins we go to where they have excavated places where Jesus performed miracles. Uh, we take a boat ride on the Galilee. We, we go to the Dead Sea. We see the Dead Sea Scrolls uh, that are encased now that were found in caves. Um, there are so many sites to see in the time that we're there, but there's nothing like going to the garden tomb and being in the place where they believe Jesus was crucified and, and then going to the empty tomb where it is believed to be the empty tomb where Christ was buried and risen from the dead. These trips, Casey, there really is no way to measure it, what it does in people's lives. But I will say this, when you go on one of our trips to Israel, it will not be the last. You'll want to come back and you'll come, want to come back for two reasons. One, because you can't take it all in, in one trip. And then two, you want to bring your loved ones, your family, mm-hmm. people you know. You want your pastor to go with you if he hasn't been. So in, in your experience of these trips, uh, personally, prophetically, what would you say to the listeners tonight? This is a prophetic uh, hour that we always teach on Bible prophecy. And I'm, I'm going to read in just a moment from the book of Ezekiel. But what has been the biggest or one of the biggest things prophetically God's taught you when you've been in the land of Israel? I think the fact that the land is coming alive. It's prophesied that it would. It would flourish. There would be growth and fruit and farms in the desert, and there are today. And, um, you know, the things coming out technically, things that are being exported, that you would never think little Israel in the desert would be exporting fruits, vegetables all over the world. Um, So there are things that are written that you're going to read and they are taking place today like they've never taken place before. And that's what I'm referring to when I say prophetically you're in a place that is unfolding before your eyes. And I think that's something that everybody sees and learns when they're there. They don't realize the times they're living in and what's happening and we're getting closer and closer and more of his plan is unfolding now not all of his plan is pleasant which we also know today and it's definitely clash of the kingdoms in jerusalem you've got christianity you've got islam and you've got judaism and everybody's shoulder to shoulder on the buses and in the streets and passing each other and shopping in the same markets and um yet being a believer walking the streets his holy spirit presence is there yes he was there 2000 years ago 
and Jesus did walk, but he is still there in a powerful way today. Amen. As is the enemy. It's a powerful place spiritually, and sometimes I don't know what else to say other than it's a clash, and you can feel it and sense it when those minarets are praying and the voices are coming through and they're singing in the garden tomb and the Jewish people are walking through and wailing and praying at the wall and are very committed to the God Jehovah. Um, it is like all systems go there. It is. And uh, we would love for you to take a trip to Israel with us. And we um, we know we're going to have to take a little pause from our trips to Israel and, and pray that there will be peace and we can go back. But after 10 trips uh, to the Holy Land, personally, I don't think there would be a last Trump radio show without those trips that I took to Israel, where God really teaches you the, the principles of the land. And uh, Casey, we're going to take a station break, but when I come, we come back, I want to bring in um, Coco Grace, your niece, and uh, get her testimony because she's going to talk about when we come back why Joshua Revolution it needs to be in, on your calendar, why you need to bring your children and your grandchildren. You're going to hear from a young person that, how old are you, 14? Yeah. 14 years old who has been dramatically touched at our winter conference. She's been to the last couple uh, and she's going to tell you tonight what makes it so special for her. Hey, this is Christmas. We're going to just be really tonight, really casual, but at the same time, we want you to hear the word of God. We're going to, we're going to be going into the 36th chapter of the book of Ezekiel and this land of Israel is the greatest measurement Or let me say it better. It's the greatest sign that Jesus is coming soon. The nation of Israel is being healed. Joyful, joyful, we adore you. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before you. Opening to the sun above. Coming back here, The Last Trump, and I am your host, Mike Shorey, and a special, special Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And hey, we've got some exciting, exciting things to announce in 2024. Uh, These two programs, The Last Trump and Cross-Eyed, could be going to a much larger audience, not only nationwide, but international. I'm going to be telling you about that breaking news even today, and uh God wants to expand these radio broadcasts, get this message all over the world. 
And uh, our good friends in Pennsylvania, I think, are going to help us make that happen in 2024. We'll tell you more about that. But we are just so thankful for such a great 2023 year. And we're going to conclude this year with Joshua Revolution 23. Revive us again in the beautiful Warner in downtown Erie, Pennsylvania. I really want you to come on out, even if you come for one day or one session. You just got to make that drive and come see us. It's totally, completely free of charge. You just walk into the Warner Theater. You're going to sit down in this beautiful theater, 2,200 seats. And there's, there's children's ministry from K through 5. So there's something for everyone. It's for all ages. It's for all churches. I know you're busy. I know you're tired. It's Christmas. But you will be so revived spiritually. You will, be, you will just feel the presence of God in that place. How do I know that? Because we have 30 years to prove it. He has never disappointed from the beginning in 1993 Till, to this date, God just shows up at the Niagara Youth Conference. He shows up at Joshua Revolution because he's God, friend. It's not because of us. It's because he, from the very beginning, wanted us to do these events. And we just tried to get out of the way, get it set up, get out of the way, and let Jesus be Jesus for three days and three nights and it'll be life-changing for you. Casey Carlson is our guest tonight, works with Joshua Revolution, also our tour guide, Heenaney Tours. And uh, tonight, if you want more information, and I know this is kind of awkward because there's been a war there and it doesn't look real safe right now, but as soon as it settles down, Casey, I know we will go back to the planning board and, and plan a next trip. And I don't know if that's in 2024 or 2025, but there is no tour company in the country that has better teaching at the lowest prices than Hineni Tours. And I, I, I know that from Hannah ben Hayim telling me there's no one that does what Casey does with her trips at the cost that she charges. So why don't you make plans to just look into it? When are you going next? And how do I get in, how do I connect with Hineni Tours? Casey, how do we connect with you for a trip sometime in the future? What would they do if they were interested? I mean, you could go to the Joshua Revolution website and you can contact the office there. You can call us. Um, I do know that it's very encouraging because I've talked to Hannah and she said they've actually started opening up sites and they know that they'll be opening up more between the middle of January and the end of January. Flights are no longer canceled for February on and um, we don't maybe hear it or sense it that the war they really feel like they've accomplished what they've wanted to accomplish and I'm not saying the fighting will stop completely but it is not going to be at the level that we've seen and people really are out and about and moving around the country and they're back to work and um, the hotels are ready and it does look very good Maybe not, you know, for this month, maybe not next month, but they are definitely moving in that direction. Well, it's encouraging. And we pray for that to happen. And there is so much um, there in the land of Israel for you if you've never been. All right, let's get over. And let me just give that phone number out. If you ever just write this down uh, in the new year, you want to call our office about uh, our trips to Israel. We will post them on our website as soon as we have dates 
716-229-8000. Or if you're up in Canada, one 888 2920. All right, I want to bring in this 14 year old young girl that is got the last name of Carlson. And if you've been around this ministry for any length of time, that's a big name. It carries some big reputation. Of course, your grandmother, Coco, was the first prayer director that we ever had, 1993. And she is still involved as the prayer coordinator. She would call herself, what would she even call herself today? She would call herself, I don't know, but she's still the prayer director in my mind. We have all our management meetings at her house. She, she trains and, and, and gives everything she knows to those in Erie, Pennsylvania on our prayer team. And uh, Coco Grace is here. Coco, first of all, tell everyone where you go to school and what grade you're in. Um, I go to Lancaster High School and I'm a freshman, so... And how, how is school going for you? School is, like, good. It's My grades are pretty good. I try. Wow. Now, do you know where you want to go to college, or are you still unsure? Uh, Baylor University or Grove City. Well, I, I would really encourage the latter. I don't know about Baylor, but Grove City, is a, it's, a, it's a, a Christian school. It's a private school, and it's, it's very much um, it's, it's very affordable. I'll say that, too. My son went there. He loved it. All right, so that's a ways off. But let's talk about what isn't a ways off. In a few days, Joshua Revolution is coming. Tell everyone, why is Coco Grace Carlson excited about Joshua Revolution? I'm like, I don't know. Like, um, last year I used to always say that, like, when I would think about Christmas and being excited for Christmas, like, Joshua Revolution was, like, right up there. Like, I was more excited for that. And honestly, I haven't even thought about it as much as I I did last year, but I'm like still excited. And I also, I just love like being with all the people and it's definitely, it's always like changing. And that's so interesting about it is it's never the same two years in a row. So you're always like experiencing new stuff, even though it's something you're comfortable with eventually. And I'm excited to be with like Emma and stuff. And like we were talking the other day and we were like, if you walk, if somebody, we were like, I wonder what it's like to walk in there, like, n- not a Christian. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder what it's like, because we're like, first of all, that must be scary, because it's very intense. And second of all, we're like, there's no way somebody could walk in there not saved, and then, like, walk out still not saved. We're like, it's, like, it's different. It's crazy. Wow. Well, I mean, and Casey, jump in here. This is your niece, and you've seen her grow up. Mm-hmm. But you have also seen her faith grow. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest change that you've seen in Coco through coming to the event the last couple of years? She has a gentle boldness of speaking about the Lord. And whether it's her Instagram account, whether it's friends in school that um, some of them that aren't even maybe her best friends, they know she'll pray for them. She'll seek them they will seek her out. She will tell them that she'll pray for them. But she does speak about her faith, and her friends and people in the school are aware of it. Wow. And I think that's gotten stronger the last couple of years. And you can just tell she loves Jesus. She loves JR, and she loves her youth group that she's in. 
and they've even asked her to help lead some of the social media because she does lead on her social media. So, um, and she's just got the joy when you look at Coco's face. I mean, she's just she's excited the joy for the, the Lord. Lord. Yeah. So, Coco, um, what is it about Joshua Revolution? What does God do? in your heart in life when you're there you've been there now the last two years right were you you weren't at any one before that no i i remember though when the first time you had woodlawn as like your movie yeah i went to the night that you showed it actually funny story about that i'm sidetracking i don't care I walk Aunt Casey because she'll she's she would take me anywhere like she because I was like a puppy like you just take me with you put me somewhere <laughs> tell me to do something I'll do anything and I was I was younger I was like nine ten I don't know twelve I don't know so, and she so she brings me backstage I'm in like this weird place like I don't know where I am I did not know what was happening I didn't even know what the conference was and there's this like tall like handsome like black dude and she's like oh here Coco I'm like meet this guy and I was like oh hi and he was like hey and he like shook my hand and he was so nice and i was like oh that's cool and then i he like walked away and like went and did something he didn't he had other stuff to do and we walk out of the like the little alleyway and she's like oh yeah that was the guy from the movie i'm like what she's like yeah he like is the lead like the lead part you, you just met caleb castile i'm like you just yeah. let me meet that guy and you didn't even tell me who he was yeah i was like so shocked because i didn't i didn't know any famous actors and i was like that's so cool and I now his father's coming to this event yeah jeremiah is coming yeah i hope you tell me who he is because <laughs> i was i was like how could you not tell me like i just shook this dude's hand and i i didn't even know who he was so 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 let's talk about last year okay. because when you come in um joshua revolution um the singers and the musicians are going to take you deep right yeah i think so tell the for for a parent at home or maybe there's a young person listening tonight what what difference is this event going to make in their son or daughter's life what do you think what, what would you say to that i think some of it depends on where they stand in their faith already. But if they, either way, like, especially with the music, like when you, like it's such a, um, like a submerged experience, which is why I think it's so addicting because you walk in there and then especially when you're just in that one building, like I don't leave that building for like days because it's like you eat, sleep and breathe the conference and Jesus. And Amen. it's like, it's crazy. And, like, all of the things filtered in together, like, you just can't, like, you can't escape it, but then you love it. Like, you just, and and I think, especially for teenagers, like, they'll just get excited because when young people see other young people, I mean, that's like mm-hmm. getting a brand new Barbie when you're six. Like, it's, like, the best <laughs> thing in the world. Like, if I can see other, like, when I went to the youth group I go to now, I remember what I noticed is there were guys, like teenager, like teenage boys, like standing behind me and singing and like worshiping God. And I'm like, and you get that at the conference. And I, I also used to say, this is literally like the conference, but every day, because they have the same amount of passion and the music style and all like the preaching style. And so I just think it changes them because they feel, they might feel like they have a new community. Like there's people there for them i suppose and they're not alone yeah and i think 
it's very easy to be sucked into. And so it'll change. I definitely think it'll change them. They'll definitely be stronger in their faith, and I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, just want to know more. If they want to go to a youth group, they want to do something else because you can't walk out of that place and just like be like the same person you were. You become bolder in your faith to tell others about Jesus. Would that be right? I agree. Yeah. And how important is that in the public school? Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Cause like, and I mean, I don't know, I don't even know how, but everybody just figures it out so quickly. Like if you act, because I'm definitely not perfect and I'm definitely doing stuff that other people are doing that isn't glorifying God all the time. And, but still people pick on like little things and they just notice it. And then everybody just like understands that you're a Christian or something. And it's like, it, it's crazy sometimes. Cause like you'll just find yourself in a situation where someone's like, Oh, well like, yeah, I know you go to church or something. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like, I don't know who you are, but it's, it's a good thing though, because like it's needed. And it also, there's little things that you can do that make such a big difference. Like if you're a teacher, like I remember this one, my one teacher, she was getting like surgery or something. And I would just tell her that I would like pray for her. And she was like, Oh, thank you. Like people appreciate it. So it's definitely, it's definitely needed, but people catch on really quickly. Well, we have just a few moments, but I want you to do your best promotion for the young people out there that are just sitting around at Christmas time after Christmas, maybe looking at their presents, playing with their phone, whatever they're doing, watching some movie on television. Tell them why they should come to Erie, Pennsylvania to the Warner Theater three days and three nights. It's a big it's a big commitment to kids because it's like, oh, I have to give up my whole winter break. Like no, you don't, first of all. But second of all, it's a big time commitment. And so the thing I would just say is, like, first of all, if you don't think you're going to know anybody, you can know me, and you can be with me and Emma because we, we're going to be – it's going to be great. Tell everybody who Emma is. Emma, you keep mentioning Emma. Emma is your daughter, and she is one of my, like, best friends. And she I loves you. Rare, I rarely even see her, but when I do, like, it's – we, like, pick up where we left off. She's, like, the best – and we're talking about the conference all the time. Like we have a group chat with all of our friends who are going to conference, and like it's a it's a bond that's so special. So you can hang out with me and Emma, <laughs> but I'm telling you, like it's something you won't regret. And it sounds so scary and intimidating, but like it's it's not. Like it's it, if you feel like you should be going, you should be going. How is the preaching? What would you say about the the oh speakers? Oh my gosh, it's so good. Like it's so good. And the entertainment factor is there too, and that's not always something that happens at other places, especially I, I know like where I've like grown up and stuff. When you like, say entertainment, what would like, be It's not even just It's not boring? Yeah, and it's not just like cuz there's like the Jesus part, which is obviously the most important part but then they're also just like they'll be funny and they're also just fun to watch because like I get to see John Rosenstern this like southern dude who's like well-dressed and he's just going on and on about like teenagers and how they shouldn't like commit suicide it's great it's awesome and you're just like I love this dude I don't know who he is but I love him like this guy is so funny they connect yeah and they they're all different like it's so many different diverse like backgrounds like so it's just entertaining like it's just like like I don't know how to explain it it's just like you kind of want to see, you know what I mean? Well, tonight you're you're giving everyone a chance to hear from a 14-year-old girl on radio. You're talking to 
literally you're talking to thousands of people potentially and you can come to the warner theater and you can meet coco you can meet emma but more importantly you can meet jesus and that's what it's about we're going to preach jesus christ crucified buried and risen from the dead and you must be born again you cannot enter the kingdom of god without being born again what does it mean to be born again it means that jesus comes to live inside of your heart and Casey, I want to read this scripture for you and Coco, and then you guys can comment on it. But it's in Ezekiel 36, and we're going to be studying the book of Ezekiel on the last trump in the new year, 2024. There is so much in this book as it pertains to the nation of Israel, as it pertains to right now what's happening in Israel and how it applies to the soon and imminent coming of the Lord. But Ezekiel 36, 22 says, Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, I do, not do, I do not this for your sakes, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the heathen, whither you went. And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which you have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes, for I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. And I will cleanse you a new heart. Also, I will give you. And a new spirit I will put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and to keep my judgments and do them. Casey, here is this amazing verse, some 600 years before Christ was ever born, and we are seeing it today in our generation, where God is restoring the land of Israel, bringing the Jewish people back to the land. But he said, I'm not doing it because you're good. I'm doing it because I'm good. What, what an amazing God. And yes. what an amazing time we're living in. Right. Mm-hmm. How does that uh, connect tonight to what we're seeing? I mean, Ezekiel, the, 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 the prophecy is he's going to put his spirit. So we're not just talking about the land of Israel being restored. And it has been. And it's prospering. But this is speaking spiritually. There is coming a moment where all of Israel is going to be saved saved. and know him. Yes, they will. And um, I think one thing that I've learned is that scripture says we are actually to help the Jewish people return to Israel. And that word is called Aliyah, when a Jewish person returns to Israel to live. And... The Lord doesn't even put in the Bible that we're responsible to save the Jews or lead them to Jesus. Our responsibility is really to help them move to Israel and live there. And he will meet them. He will carry them. And um, he will transform their hearts and reveal himself to them in the days to come. And that was something I didn't understand. And I do now. And one thing about... um, the event that we're talking about next week 
there is yes. a man named Joshua Aaron coming who is a messianic Jewish person, which means he's a Jewish person that does believe Jesus was the Messiah. And he leads worship. He sings in Hebrew and English. And he just has an amazing voice and demeanor and presence in his lyrics and his songs. And they're very different from our kind of traditional Christian music. Um, but I'd encourage you to look for him because I think you might really enjoy him. And he's actually bringing some band members, one of which is another Israeli who plays 15 different Middle Eastern stringed instruments. And we are very excited. How can you play 15 him. different? It's amazing talent. Yeah. And uh, he his will, name is Yaron, right? Right. His name is Yaron. And they will come. They will say some things about Israel. We will have videos about Israel. And um, we want them to know we stand with them. And we will pray for Israel. Um, and it should be a really moving night. Like Coco was saying, each night is different. Each year is different. And um, yes, it's all about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And but I want to I read that again. He said... Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, uh, I do not, I don't do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy namesake. Right now, God is, is beginning to show the world who he is through the nation of Israel. Casey, over a hundred years ago, when they, uh, when the turn of the century, they tell us there was not one tree in the land of Israel. It was completely barren. And in 1948, Israel became a nation and when you go into that land and you see all of the development, I mean, the cities, Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, I mean, the, the trees, the landscape, the, like you brought the out buildings. the vegetation, just the prospering of, of that land is without a doubt showing that God, if he can, if he can reborn a nation for the second time, the first, when the Babylonians came in, destroyed it he restored it now after the romans in 70 ad in 1948 he gave israel their land back and it is con been contested ever since but how is it that this tiny little nation can withhold and withstand all these other nations around them where they cannot seem to defeat the jewish people it's because god is with mm -hmm. them it's undeniable his hand is upon them and that land Absolutely. And they have absorbed 8 million people since they became a nation in 1948. We know what that feels like with our borders. 8 million people have come to that country in 70 years, and they're speaking Hebrew again, which is the language Jesus spoke. They're working, they're thriving, they're prospering, along with the Arab population that is there. I don't know how that little country the size of New Jersey has been able to take all those people, build all those homes and families and provide for them and still thrive at the level they're thriving. It is miraculous. And to me, it is a statement to the world um, that he is with them and upon them. Amen. I had a man say, uh, you know, if you can prove to me God is real, then I'll believe and I'll become a Christian. And I, my answer to him is, if you want to know if God is real, just look at Israel. And you will know God is real. 
You cannot make that up. What God has done in that nation, it's undeniable. It's supernatural. It's a miracle of his grace. They have no business standing tonight withholding the world back that's trying to kill them. Probably the only friend they got is America. And yet, when God's with you, the Bible says, who can be against you? And that's who's with them tonight. And again, not because they're good. He even says it in his word. You have profaned my name. Think about it. 99% of them don't even believe tonight that Jesus isn't the, is the Messiah. But I want to know, I want you to know that percentage is changing. I would say it's probably 98, 97, 96. There are more and more uh, Jews that are evangelizing Messianic Jews to their, to the people there in Israel and we're hearing of salvation that's happening among the Jewish people, but it's nothing compared to what's coming in the tribulation. The Bible says that there will be 144,000 witnesses that are from the 12 tribes of Israel. And that is going to be a tremendous time of these, these Jewish spirit filled believers preaching Jesus as the Messiah crucified and risen from the dead. So God is not finished with Israel, we don't teach, we don't believe in replacement theology. We have been grafted in for a time, and we will, we will, till the rapture of the church, the Gentile church will lead this time of, of grace and preaching the gospel. But there is coming a moment where God is going to turn back to the nation of Israel to be the lighthouse again. So, Casey, I've got to, uh, we've got to quit. We're going to be uh, running into cross-eyed here. But anything last minute for Joshua Revolution, we want people to go to the website, joshuarevolution.org. But it's here. After all the preparation, all the planning, all the booking of speakers and flights, it's here. And it's here for people to come and experience Jesus in a real way. Anything, closing words? It is. I would just kind of say what Coco said. If you feel that tug at your heart or you have a draw that you want to go, I would say get there. Um, I don't want you to miss what's about to happen next week. We as a team don't want you to miss what God is going to do and what we're all going to witness. And I believe if you come, he is going to touch you and change your life forever. And you'll be blessed. You will um, know his love in a deeper way. I don't know what else he could reveal to you or call you to or speak to you. But if you're looking to hear his voice, this is definitely an opportunity and a venue to come do that. If you're looking for God to touch you and heal your body or your mind or your spirit, this is an opportunity for you to meet him and ask him to do that and have people pray for you. If you feel like you need deliverance, um, if you need direction in your life, whatever it is, if you... It's an hour and a half away from Buffalo, um, not much further from Canada. I would say, you know, do whatever you can to get there. And um, he will meet you, I promise. Amen. And tonight, go to our website. You want to see the promotional film, and you can call in for your free tickets. 716-229-8000 is the phone call. The call operators are waiting for you to call to get your free tickets. Or you can go online at joshuarevolution.org and watch the promo videos and go to the hotel site, book your rooms, order your free tickets up in Canada, one 444 2920 We are out of time. We're rolling into Cross-Eyed in just a moment here. 
Casey and Coco, great to have you on the broadcast. You made your debut on radio tonight. Oh, boy. It's a big night for you. So tell all your friends back at Lancaster you made it big. You were on WDCX. And if you come to the event, ask for Coco. She's not going to be far. She'll be front and center shouting loud (laughs) for Jesus. So thank you tonight listening uh, to The Last Trump tonight. Coming up next, Cross-Eyed Radio. Merry Christmas. Stay right with us. God bless you. You have been listening to The Last Trump, a radio talk show sponsored by Joshua Revolution. If The Last Trump has been a blessing to you, please let us know by sending a testimony on how the program has helped you. If you would like to support The Last Trump financially, you can send financial gifts to Joshua Revolution, P.O. Box 923, Grand Island, New York, 14072, or go to our website at joshuarevolution.org. We thank you for your help and prayers, and remember to tune in next week at 8.30 p.m. for The Last Trump, a study on end times prophecy.